This is Might Sound Wild, a podcast for business owners, creatives, and anyone who wants to do what they love for a living. Hosted by Ron Wayne Scott and April Loyal. All right, welcome to the podcast. Today, we're just kind of having an open conversation about education versus content building when it comes to photography retreats and workshops and things like that. And we'll get into that right after this. Both Shore Shooters and Mountain Escape are expanding this year. We have high hopes for growing, and that means we need new photographers in many areas. We are definitely looking for photographers in Southern Florida, the Tampa area, the South Carolina coast, the North Carolina coast, and as always, if we didn't name your area, please feel free to apply. You can find the application at mightsoundwild.co. All right, this week we are talking about workshops, photographer retreats, and uh, different ways to do them, right? Yeah, because we have been on a little bit of a journey with this for the last few years. And I think what we started out as is not how we kind of have pursued and planned our retreats currently and how we are planning them for the future is kind of changed since where we started. Yeah. And I personally say, and I've always meant to do this, but I've never attended a photography retreat. So I don't have a lot of experience with how these things go, you know, how, you know, when you pay, I know that price. Yeah, yeah. When, when you say photographer retreat, you're talking about like speakers, uh, educational, uh, seminars, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of education out there and most of them call themselves workshops. And a lot of times what I thought the re so let me just see if I can sum up what I'm trying to say. I haven't attended, but I've been very tempted a few times. And I realize when I want to attend one is because I'm after the content because they're usually hosted somewhere really wild and awesome, you know, um, out West, Hawaii, Scotland, Greece, you know, places that I, I am there for the content. And it's not because I'm above education because you can always learn, but that's my motivator. The reason I would spend so much money on a ticket is because I would want the content. So I kind of think subconsciously that was ingrained in my brain when we, we um, started. So when we first started hosting, hosting for shore shooters and mountain escape, I think the intention was to get together, right? Yeah. Have all of our people in one place. And then in the very beginning, we wanted to kind of teach because, you know, working with this many photographers like we do, we see some inconsistencies sometimes, um, just common mistakes that photographers can make with um, slowing their shutter too much before the end of the night and getting accidental blurry photos, not the cool kind, or maybe it's the opposite problem. Maybe they're under or overexposing. And we thought, well, if we're all together in one place, this will be a nice way to be able to kind of help people through those issues, help our own photographers get a little bit better. So that's how we started out, I think. We were like straddling the fence between that and giving them some really fun content, say, you know, because a lot of our people live in um, here in the Gulf Shores, Orange Beach area where I live or also in the Panhandle, Florida. So when we were hosting in Tennessee, we were like, oh, this is so exciting for them because they're getting a different environment to shoot in. They're getting different content. So I think we were kind of halfway focused on the content and halfway focused on the education in the beginning. And it never came natural to me as a leader to educate. And I, and I think that's because I felt a little bit like I was telling them things they already knew or 
I, I didn't feel very confident and comfortable in helping people. I thought maybe it seemed like I was acting like a know-it-all or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but I will say this about our retreats. Mm-hmm. Even though it's more content and just getting people together, there's a lot of education adv- involved in it, even though it's not intentionally yes. education. Because... We get a bunch of people out there shooting at the same time, and the newer photographers are going to be looking to the ex- the more experienced photographers and going, hey, what settings are you using right now? And right. the experienced photographer tells the inexperienced photographer what their settings are. Well, the, now you've taught a new a beginner photographer something that they didn't know before, because I've even heard this when we've been out there doing shoots at these retreats of an experienced photographer explaining to a less experienced photographer why they changed their settings to what they changed them to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, it kind of happens so naturally. It's, yeah. it's like everybody is just naturally educating everybody else. And there have even been times when even the most experienced photographers have learned something from somebody who had a lot less experience than they did because a lesser experienced photographer figured out something that this person who's been doing it for a whole lot longer had never even thought to do before. So it ends up being education for everybody, even though we don't intentionally set out to do education. Yeah. I think I've, I I always walk away learning something about posing from the lesser experienced people because they're still so hungry and eager and new and not stuck in their ways. So I've always felt like I leave our retreats feeling really amped for different, you know, posing styles and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But I do think, so back to like how we were trying to make this decision and still are. um, That's why I took some Instagram polls yesterday to see I really wanted people's opinion about the topic of of today's episode, which is, you know, do you prefer education or content building. So I think that as we started to to focus on the content a little bit more, and as we started to back off the education, we've even brought people in specifically to style the shoot so that it is something a little bit more than you and I are capable of offering, you know, something, whether that's a, you know, fake elopement or a dinner party scene, you know, we've, we've really brought people in to give the content that I know photographers want And we've kind of backed off the education just because simply when we tried to organize our schedule to encompass like actual sit down classroom type environments, I don't, we got pretty good feedback from it, but I still had this nagging feeling that it could disappoint the attendees because everyone requires such a different amount of education. Like they're, we're all over the map with what we already know and what we need to learn there. If you asked 10 attendees, they would probably all give you 10 different answers, right? For what they're there to learn. So when it came to education, I really just felt like I just didn't want to disappoint anyone who signed up for this thing. So I thought what I can control is what you said, which is come for the content and learn naturally from your peers. Um, and then we'll just see how that goes. So, but with all of that being said, recently I had coffee with a girl who doesn't shoot for our companies, but she has attended one of our retreats before. Yeah. And she kind of gave me, gave me a different perspective, which was 
she really thoroughly enjoys the education portion of her treats. So yeah. she's probably the first person that I talked to in person that was on that side of it a little bit more that really wanted to learn how to, you know, intentionally have blurry photos and um, really wanted to break it down more and go, you know, say, say you just learn a, a whole um, portion of settings. Now let's implement it. And then you learn something else and let's implement it. Like she really liked that idea. And um, I think that she is potentially hosting her own version of these in the future. So we just, we just were bouncing, you know, ideas off each other. And I loved having someone else's opinion about it, you know? Um, And back to those retreats that I said I wanted to attend in the past, I really wanted to be there for content, but sometimes there was a little bit extra that they were offering that I didn't know anything about. Like, videography or, you know, super eight or something like that. So with our last retreat, we really encouraged people to bring film. Remember we were like, that can be extra. This can be the portion where people who haven't had time or, you know, are scared to experiment with this on their own can be surrounded by a bunch of people who are all trying it at the same time. And we even had extra film cameras there and it didn't, it didn't really come up at our retreat as much as I thought. I think most people grabbed their digital cameras because they were just really excited about the content. They, they want to yeah. make sure that they got it, but there, the opportunity was there. It was open-ended yeah. where we could have shot film together. So I think each retreat that we plan to host throughout for 2023, we have a different theme available for each one so that the people on our team can choose what content they're after And I think this conversation today, this podcast episode today, is to really talk about how much we plan to teach versus just kind of back off and let people get exciting new content for the season. Okay. And we've also planned it, you know, we've planned it to be right ahead of the coming on season. For example, the one that will happen next is geared toward a really big spring and summer content. Okay. But then in August, we are, that retreat is prepared for fall so that that way photographers that attend, if they're looking to build their own portfolios, they'll be ahead of the game, you know, and they'll be getting in the mindset of the next season. Cause I feel like we all want to shoot different stuff every time the season changes, you know, we want different content. So Brienne and I have worked really hard to make sure that there's a really strong theme that people understand what they're coming for, what they're going to walk away with. And so I'm really excited about it, but I really, really encourage you if you're listening, if you're on our team and you plan to attend these, please answer any type of questions or polls that we put out in between now and then so that we can just keep making this thing better because we want to give you what you want. Yeah, we want to give you guys what you want to get from coming to this retreat. So, uh, and we can't do that. We can't read your mind, so we can't do it without your input. So please. Give us your input. Answer the questions that April posts on there. Uh, do you want to take a break here, and then we'll come back and we'll make the big announcement for our team? For yes, absolutely. Retreat? And just to add to what you just said about people um, responding, if you're if you're ever disappointed when you attend, not just our you know our retreat, but anyone's at a retreat, your um, feedback is keeping you you holding on to your feedback is keeping you in that disappointment all you have to do is share your ideas or your suggestions right they're not going to be able to improve it 
unless you tell them what needs what you think needs to be improved. That's exactly right. Yep, yep. So let's go to a break and then we can talk more about what's coming up. If you're enjoying the Might Sound Wild podcast, we'd appreciate it if you'd leave us a rating and review. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you'll get a notification every time we release a new episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Might Sound Wild. Both Shore Shooters and Mountain Escape are expanding this year. We have high hopes for growing, and that means we need new photographers in many areas. We are definitely looking for photographers in Southern Florida, the Tampa area, the South Carolina coast, the North Carolina coast, and as always, if we didn't name your area, please feel free to apply. You can find the application at mightsoundwild.co. All right, we're back. We're talking about retreats, workshops, whatever you want to call them this week, and uh, we're now to... uh, the moment we've all been waiting for an announcement <laughs> for all of the photographers on our shore shooters and mountain escape teams, uh, because we are going to announce our next retreat. Yes. Okay. I'm very excited about this one. The first one we have scheduled for the weekend of April 30th, the specifics on the schedule will come out, you know, before we open enrollment and all the details will be available for you. But that last weekend of April, we're finally going down to see some of our team based in that South Florida, Tampa, Clearwater area, St. Pete, that whole little community down there. We don't get down there nearly enough. Um, so we're We love it down there. We just don't get there as much as we'd like to. I love it down there, especially in the spring, because my brain is always anticipating warmer weather than I'm getting here on the Alabama coast. I'm yeah. always wanting it to be swimming weather, yeah. and it's not. But the few times that you and I have been down there, Ron, even in February, I think. Oh, we've is, been, yeah, we've been down there in the winter, and it has been really nice. Yeah, so I'm hoping that April, that last weekend of April is perfect. Um, the water there, guys, is so clear, which is the reason that we chose this theme to be hosted there. The theme is Mamma Mia. And if you've watched that or you know what that means, which I think everyone has, um, it is filmed except in the Greek me. Islands, except for you. But Ron, you can at least say that you know the band ABBA and you know that the yeah, whole movie is right, based on their exactly. album. So exactly. we'll just be playing that, blasting that soundtrack the whole time. There we go. There we go. Um, and, and fortunately, very fortunate for me, I made a friend when I was living in St. Augustine. I don't remember exactly how we connected. I think through a photographer friend. Yes, she she modeled for me before I even moved there. And we really hit it off. Um, she became my my esthetician and we would um, grab coffee together pretty regularly. And she is just the perfect fit to be a model for this. She has like really long mermaid hair. And okay. um, she happened to move to the Tampa area right when I was moving back here. We both moved okay. away from St. Augustine at the same time. And she and her husband are actually signed models um, with an agency, but they are lending their time to this retreat um, for us. And I'm so excited. We kind of, we based our whole retreat around their availability to do this because it's really important to me that we have them be the ones. Um, so that, that will probably be our biggest shoot, you know, that's encompassing the theme. We'll get all the key shots. We'll make sure to really take our time and set the scene, get it right, pick the right location. So you definitely want to be a part of this one. If that's, if, especially if you're ready for that summer content, you know, water, swimming, yeah. all that. And I think we're all ready for that by the time April gets here. Um, and then we may be able to, and I don't want to confirm this yet, but we may be able to throw in another little shoot just to add, especially for maybe the next morning before we all head back. So okay. that 
So I will say that some feedback I got through the polls, because another thing I struggle with is being a busy, busy, go-go schedule where you can jam pack as much into your time together as possible content-wise or building in downtime. I like personally downtime. Like I couldn't imagine attending a retreat and all of my free time being spoken for. Like I would just feel stressed out. I wouldn't feel relaxed. And I think when you travel somewhere, it's important to have some time to relax and enjoy the area. It is. Especially when we go to the mountains, you know, I feel like people want to take a walk, read a book, build a fire, you know, grill out. Some people bring their family separately and put them in a cabin and they like yeah. to go back to their family and then come with us yeah. when it's time to do things. Well, and, and another thing, if you've never been to that area before, you don't want to have every minute that you're there spoken for. You want to have some time to see the area. So, well, that was the feedback. Um, I would say three quarters of people voted for the downtime. There yeah. was just a small yeah. percentage of people said they like to be busy, busy. So, yeah. I think we'll stick with that. Well, and uh, one of the benefits that I've seen from the downtime at our past retreats is it gives all of the people who attend the retreats time to get to know each other because. Mm-hmm. They normally go do something together. You know, they're going to buddy up with somebody else there, or maybe a a whole group of them are going to get together and find something to do. They do. They'll either uh, go eat or they'll, I mean, there's so much bonding that happens at these things. The most unlikely people become friends. I just, they do. I love it. Um, and yeah, a lot of I love that to edit together too. I see that happening a lot because they're so excited to look at their work. And I think that's really great. You know, people getting together, sharing tips and tricks for editing. All of that stuff happens naturally. This isn't something that we organize and go, okay, guys, because I feel like it's forced. If we're like, everyone sit down, take out their laptop, edit. That yeah. just doesn't seem like a natural way to do it. And how it has worked out in the past is we're grabbing sandwiches for lunch or something and people are already editing from the morning and it's exactly. just natural. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the bonding with people who are from different areas, that's that's something that's really important to us for these retreats because these retreats are people who shoot for our companies. And uh, we're in so many different areas. It's just good to have somebody from the Tampa area becoming friends with somebody from the Gulf Shores area because they normally don't get to get together like that. So exactly, it's just good for all of our team members to get to know each other because uh, it's, it's a rare opportunity to get these people from these different areas together. I agree. Yeah. I, I love it. Whenever people get to know each other, it just builds the, you know, camaraderie throughout the team for the rest of the year when you need something or, um, you know, Shore Shooters is designed and Mountain Escape actually is designed to be something that as a, someone who likes to move around or travel or visit different locations, they're able to pick up shoots if they play their cards right. You know, if they if they uh, block their schedule off in the current location and open it in another one with Brittany's help. You know, yeah. we've Ron and I have always dreamed and wished that people would do that more often. You oh, know, yeah. go to the markets where we're really busy and, you know, because I, I, I think that that's a benefit. That's a huge perk is to not, it's not guaranteed, but it's pretty certain that you could probably land shoots if you plan it in the right time of year and you plan it out in advance. So getting to know people in other areas just makes that better. You know, yeah, you and to go grab coffee with or and like for example, the place where we're holding this next retreat, that is an area that has a longer tourist season than mm-hmm. 
the northern parts of our areas like Gulf Shores and the Panhandle. So uh, if you are one of our Gulf Shores or Panhandle people, buddy up with uh, the photographers down there in that area because someday you might decide that, hey, things are slow in my area. I'm going to go spend a couple of weeks down in the uh, central South Florida area and try to book some shoots down there. And if you do that, then you're going to need to get to know some of the photographers down there in that area so they can show you their favorite places to go shoot. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. It's always good to know somebody in the area. So I hope people will definitely catch this vision and attend this. Um, If you're wondering a little bit more about the area, well, um, Tampa has a quite a few little cute pockets surrounding it, you know, surrounding the Bay area. And when our team goes like Ron and Brittany and I have went with Walt and some other people before, we tend to love the St. Petersburg area, especially downtown St. Pete. And that's not very far away. They have the best little strip with shops and food, some of the best food. I mean, tacos. Remember we had our first Cubans there, like Cubans. Those, those things were gigantic. Yes. And then there's an incredible coffee shop across the street. Um, We've been to a pizza place there a few times. Yes. Oh, yes. And I think that's in the Indian Rocks area. Indian Rocks Beach. Yeah. Yeah. And Um, and the thing is, the thing I like the most about it is when you drive down, it's it's like the beaches are this little island mm -hmm. that you have several different, there's a number of different bridges that you can take from the mainland to get to the beaches and it's just this long line of little small communities and they all have their own different personality yeah every every little community down through there because you start at clearwater beach and then you just kind of work your way south to saint pete beach and you go through a whole bunch of different communities on the way down there because um, you have Indian Rocks Beach, Treasure Island, uh, Reddington Shores is one of them, and they're all different in their own in their own way. Yeah, so, yeah, they're. I love it down there. Yeah, it's it's fun, and I, I'm, and I'm the, really the fun the the thing that the thing that I like about it is because I'm I'm not much of a big city person. Yeah, I mean, but when you get out there on the beach you would never know that you were so close to a big city. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. I've I've been pretty lazy before and flown into Tampa. You remember yeah. to, to yeah. meet with some of our team, rented a car, which is very easy, by the way. So if you are lazy and you've got some extra dollars and you would rather just fly, um, the you know, rent a car and that hopped on that way out to meet you in Indian Rocks Beach, I believe. It's yeah. very easy to get from Tampa to there. It is. It is. And, um, you do feel a world away. You don't feel like you do. You do. So if you're not, but I mean, don't forget guys, Tampa has an Ikea. There's a bunch of reasons to come down there. Um, I always talk on my way back. If I'm driving, um, there's really good thrifting in the area, especially that St. Pete. Um, I don't remember if you went with me, Ron or not, but there was one thrift shop that I stumbled upon in St. Pete that had, um, stacks and stacks and stacks of band t-shirts. I believe I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did go in there with you. Yeah, that place was incredible. And that was, and we didn't even, you know, really search it out. There's also Major League Sports there if you're into that. Um, You know, they have 
baseball team, basketball team, all that stuff. So there's a lot of reasons to go to the area, especially if you're from here, um, give you a good excuse to kick your summer off, right? Come get some yeah. summer content, hang yeah. out with us. We um, One other topic I would like to address before we move on with this, and we really want your opinion. I think we know what the, the general census is on this. So we used to do a thing where you would book a ticket through us for these um, retreats. And it would be a price that included lodging and no meals or anything like that. Um, although we do try to buy everybody pizza on the shooting night so no one has yeah. to cook or go out. Yeah. Um, and then the following time we hosted, we did it the other way where we were like, there's no cost for you to come here. You need to make your own arrangements. So, so we we got a, a split feedback on that where some people felt a little lost with their own arrangements. Okay. Um, so what I think that what people prefer is the choice. They want okay. the choice to okay. either buy a ticket through us and have an accommodation waiting for them, or they want to come for the no charge and get their own accommodations, but they'd like to be able to choose that on their own. Okay. So I think that is how we plan to do this next one for the first time and see if that is a good, if that goes over well. And then okay. of course, if it does, that's how we'll do them in the future. There's just going to be so many choices. You just want to make sure that you're, you know, you can get where the shoot is happening on time, traffic yeah. and everything. Um, but it being a beach town, you can probably find a hotel, a little Airbnb for all budgets. We, we, the, the goal with these things is to keep it budget friendly. You know, that's the thing. Cause we want people to attend. We don't want their budget to be holding them back from coming to this, which yeah. is why we never mark these up, which is why these aren't money makers for us. So just to be transparent about that. We want to make it to where people can come. And, you know, also if you, um, when we do open enrollment, grab a buddy, a shore shooters buddy and reserve yeah. your tickets together so that you guys can carpool, um, stay what Brianna and some of her friends who came to the mountain escape retreat recently, they all crammed into a cabin. They did. I don't know how they all, life. I don't know how they all fit into that little cabin because i've been in one of those little cabins that they stayed in and i do not know how they fit so many people into that little cabin yeah i mean they they were like the more people who sleep in here the less this is going to cost us per night so that was their motto so that's always an option too for everyone and um we'd be happy to assist just make sure that once we announce this open date which is coming up here um right after this episode releases be prepared to hit the submit button because we we do this on a first come first serve basis. We usually take about 10 to 12, 15 would be pushing it. I think 12 is a good overall number of attendees so that we can section people off into threes or sixes and give them opportunity to shoot without tripping over each other yep. without if we've learned that the the more people who come unfortunately the less quality content you're going to walk away with because you feel that you're either in someone's way or you're not even aware, you know, the first retreat that we ever did. Um, I would say we probably had too many people for that one. And uh, one of the shoots, we had this beautiful model. And so we decided to divide everybody up into two teams. Mm-hmm. And we thought that that was going to, uh, kind of help out with everything, but the model was doing such great poses. Even the people on the team that weren't even supposed to be shooting at the time, they're jumping in there, and it uh, yeah. it, it was uh, so so. Yeah, we've learned that you have to keep the numbers small. You can't you can't hold them back. They get too excited. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you can't you can't have a model doing a great pose 
and expect photographers to just sit back and not take a picture. I know. And no matter how, how we try to change it, it just seems to still be that way. So the less yeah. numbers help. So that's, that's why have, we keep them small. Yeah, yeah. And I think I have one idea to help with that a little bit where we um, a group shoots details while the other shoots humans and then switch so that yeah. we can get more into a storytelling type of um, situation. But we will see. Either way, just be looking for us to open that so that you can reserve your spot. And then we will, as soon as you do that, whether all the details are there or not. So I think last time we did this, there are a couple people who had questions before they registered. And then what happened was they missed out on registering because they didn't have those questions, details answered, like, where am I staying? How far is it? Blah, blah, blah. If you think you want to do this, just know the dates and register. All the details will fall into place as we go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what we're going to do, we're going to have a blog on the Might Sound Wild uh, website, mightsoundwild.co, go to blog, and we'll have all the details posted on there. And then that's where you can sign up to be a part mm-hmm. of this. So again, give us, give us the, the quick rundown of it again, the date, location, okay. and theme. The, the last, oh. yeah, last weekend of April. So um, most of shoot, the shoot will be happening on April 30th. Um, we'll probably want to arrive day before, and I'm not sure how much we'll go into that first day. Sometimes we just get together for a meal. Sometimes there might be a little bonus shoot. Um, so plan a couple days. Now, how long you plan also, like we were talking about with the ticket sales, um, when you choose to not come, you know, you can plan your own time according, like if you want to stay on more days or arrive early, that's all on you. We'll let you know when we're shooting and where so that you can plan for that. Um, the theme is Mama Mia and the models are incredibly, uh, cut out for this. They look okay. the theme. They, um, okay. actually, I forgot to tell you that, um, the girl with the mermaid hair also used to live in Greece. So you can oh, wow. definitely feel, um, you know, talk to her about that. If you're really into Mama Mia, like we are, um, we'll, we'll be getting, um, all the summer content ready. There's a, there's actually a board that we'll share as we're getting ready for a registration to show kind of the theme and, you know, what we okay. would like to aim for. So that can kind of give you a mood board. Okay. Um, and we'll get all of that organized, um, for you to view when you go to sign up so you can make a right. decision if you're going to come. Yeah. Yeah. So again, uh, to register. And again, this is just for shore shooters and mountain escape photographers this time uh so you go to mikesoutwild.co go to the blog and uh the first blog post you see is going to be uh the information on the retreat and uh then we'll have uh, uh a link for you to email me uh to sign up for it and uh you're gonna need to do it fast because uh, it's gonna fill up very quickly Definitely. And don't forget to be following Might Sound Wild on Instagram because Brianna's pretty good about dropping hints and showing yeah. what to expect yeah. from our retreats through there. Yeah. Now, I, I know there's also going to be some people out there who are thinking, well, I don't shoot for your company, mm-hmm. so but, but I want to go to something like this. Mm-hmm. Well, what you do is you join the team. And you can do that by going to MikeSoundWild.co and uh, clicking on the application link, apply on there. You don't, you don't even have to live in one of the areas that we serve. Even if you just spend a couple of weeks during the summer at a mm-hmm. beach town that we're in, we'll put you to work for those two weeks while you're yep. there. Yep. And, uh, or if you uh, want to spend a couple of weeks during the fall in the mountains, we can put you to work there. 
uh, mm-hmm. during our busy time. So uh, just go to mysoundwild.co and fill out the application and you can become a part of our team. And then once you're a part of our team, then you get to attend all these cool little retreats that we have. Exactly. And yeah. now, now um, I know we're not going to go into the details on any of the other ones just yet, but you do have several others worked out uh, before this year is over, right? We do. So far, set in stone, in our minds, set in stone, um, um, making sure we have to make sure things pan out right for models and location. But two, um, we, we try to we try to be very seasonal with this. So we're kind of combining our spring and summer and then okay. we'll have um, two different ones going into falls, meaning two different locations at two different um, months. Okay. Going fall. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. Well, join us again next week for another Might Sound Wild podcast.